there, my friend, and welcome to the Witches Weather Report, your weekly check-in for a collective energetic vibe check. We're here to check in with weekly tarot readings, astro breakdowns, cosmic happenings, and the occasional musings on this weird and wonderful journey of being a human being. I'm your host, Chelsea Mancini, writer, tarot reader, intuitive guide, and your resident white girl with a nose ring here to help us ponder the question, what the actual F? Let's do it. Hey, my friends. Hey there. Hi, hello. It is me, Chelsea, your tarot reader, and we are here on Thursday for a little bonus episode this week. Um, Upon uh, listening to Monday's reading, myself, which I always do, Um, when the the episode drops, I listen along with you guys so I can get the reading myself. Um, and as I was listening, I was just having more and more and more downloads, um, about the reading coming through. And one thing about me, I'm a natal Mercury in Aquarius. And so one of my strengths is intellectualizing and, um, communicating with words very much and kind of taking things from the weird cosmic astral plane and and putting words to them and bringing them onto earth that's one of the reasons that i love tarot reading but sometimes um when mercury is in pisces as it is now and as it was when i filmed last week's reading i it's like my ability to intellectualize kind of gets muddled and it's like i wish i wish i could just copy the feelings and like the vibes running through my mind, I wish I could just copy them and implant them in your brain and just like airdrop my thoughts <laughs> into your brain. Um, and that would be the reading. But alas, that is not uh, how things work yet, at least. I don't know, maybe one day. So I will continue as Mercury is in Pisces to try to put to words the flowy feelings. Um, And so again, I say all of that to say there were just some things that came up as I was listening that felt just very important and that I wanted to address. So we're here to do a little, like we're on the other side of the full moon now, we're post full moon. Today the moon is officially in Libra. Um, Libra is our sign ruling the seventh house. Uh, She is energy of lovers and justice and harmony um and so it it felt uh pertinent especially with us having you know we had that lovers placement up in conscious mind this week um I just I wanted to bring these thoughts it felt like I was doing a disservice to just leave the reading where it was and not offer you just these additional downloads so I'm gonna get into those we're gonna talk a little bit about um a little bit more about Pisces Virgo. We've still got another two weeks of Pisces season before we wrap up. Um, and we're going to talk kind of about the ma- the waning moon and moving into the Aries season that we've got coming up. So um, alas, here I go. Pray for me, Mercury and Pisces, as I try to, uh, to, to further pull these thoughts down to earth. So I left myself a bunch of little voice notes that I'm going to kind of work through and dive into. So Um, one of the, a few of the, so I'm going to read you what I wrote, (laughs) what I voice noted myself, and then I'm going to dive in. So here we go. Lovers and three of cups feeling very much like following your heart, 
Seven of Cups feeling very much like questioning your heart's desires. Seven of Wands feeling very much like fighting a war you didn't sign up for. So back to our reading. We had the lovers up in conscious mind. We had the emperor in subconscious body. We had the Seven of Cups in unconscious spirit. The Three of Cups up in lights and the Seven of Wands down in shadows. And I was saying how it does feel very much like, yes, okay, this lover's energy, this Three of Cups energy, this expansive heart opening energy. And then we just had this weird, trippy little Seven of Wands, uh, sorry, Seven of um, Cups down in Unconscious. And what I want to get into um, is, is talking about that unconscious, right? Talking about our conditioning. Um, and then also the emperor relating to patriarchy right at the center of things. Okay. So the emperor is our masculine energy, our first real masculine archetype that we encounter in um, honor fool's journey in our major arcana and it is you know it is structure it is organization and there are many 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 upsides to the emperor we love to have a solid foundation we love that sturdiness we love structure we know that structure creates freedom um and uh, i would but and but also i would be remiss not to address the shadowier side of the emperor um and this kind of societal idea that we all hold in our subconscious around the structures that we are supposed to desire, okay? What is structure supposed to look like? It's supposed to look like two and a half kids and a, and a, and a heterosexual relationship and a white picket fence, right? That's really what we're taught structure is supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like a sturdy nine to five job that offers health insurance, um, that pays your bills, etc 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 okay so these are these structures as defined by our society that we are supposed to value okay and we're coming back to the seven of cups the shiny object have you ever chased a dream chased a shiny object and then attained it only to realize that the shininess was actually just a mask for a bunch of ugly bs I bet you have, right? You got the shiny thing and you're like, why the heck did I even want this in the first place? This, this isn't, this isn't what I want. Okay. I, I, I'm willing to bet if you're here, you've had a moment like that where you're like, I thought this was what I wanted, but, uh, something's off. This isn't it. Um, so I want to offer those thoughts. Um, by design, I'm back to my back to my voice notes. By design, the hamster wheel makes us question our own sanity, our own desires. There's a blueprint and a structure for what we are supposed to long for, okay? There are expectations of what we are supposed to want. And as we go through this human life, we're often taught, not always intentionally, right? Um, but we're often taught to... Um, tamper down our wants, tamper down our desires. Um, we're taught not to want the things we want, really, okay? And again, it's not always intentional. As children, our natural inclination is to go out and explore and experiment and create. Uh, but we're often told no from parents who have the best of intentions. They just want us to sit down so that they can catch their breath, right? So again, it's not always um, intentional, but 
we again we are often taught that like this isn't what you want this is actually what you want okay we've got millions and millions and millions of dollars poured into marketing every single year to tell us what it is we want okay so the seven of cups down and unconscious we talked about it being a little wobbly okay because maybe we're beginning to wake up to the things that we want and we're maybe a little surprised we're like wait a minute is that really it? And also, another thought on this whole Seven of Cups. Um, we're often taught to be realistic with our wants and desires, not to want too much, to be simple, be humble, X, Y, Z. We're really taught not to trust our own desires. So I would like to offer you the thought, what's wrong with wanting the shiniest thing? Okay, there is nothing wrong with it. So it's kind of this, this two, these two ways of looking at it. So first of all, is the shiny thing actually shiny or is it just what has been wired into you as what you think is supposed to be the shiny thing you want? Okay, so that's, that's a good place to start. Is this actually what I want or is this just what I've been told to want and do I actually want that thing? And this is often, there's often a journey here. I know for me, um, you know, after a long time of um, uh, doing the things, right? Checking the boxes. Okay, the relationship, check. Okay, the job, check. Okay, right? We check the boxes. And then we get to a place where we realize we're not happy with the checked boxes. And then we, and then we'll, and my personal example is we rebel hard the other way. And we're like, I don't want any of this. I don't want this ordinary life. You know, this, this is, this is real, real life, uh, actual way <laughs> that I kind of went through this is I was like, I don't want any of this. I want, I don't want ordinary. I want extraordinary. I want X, Y, Z. I want big, 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 which is cool. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and then I had to go on a whole other separate journey to kind of come back in and realize, okay, wait a minute. What I actually want is ordinary done in a non-ordinary way, okay? I do want the partner in the house and the family, but I don't want it in the way that is, um, you know, oh, that's marriage, everyone's miserable, or, uh, you know, nine to five, grind, 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 like life just sucks, that's just how it goes, you pay bills and die. That wasn't, that wasn't the narrative I wanted. Okay, I wanted a lot of the things deemed ordinary, but not with the narrative that often goes along with it. But I had to kind of go through this process of obtaining ordinary, realizing I didn't like it, um, not cr totally correctly identifying what about it was off, going wildly the other way, because also, you know, there's also this this messaging out there of, of rebel, right? Don't want what everyone wants, blah, 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 blah. Um, and all of it is really just noise. <laughs> And so when it comes to the seven of cups down and unconscious, it just comes to getting quiet and reflecting and taking the time to get to know who the F am I, what am I feeling, what am I wanting, and being willing to explore, okay, why do I want this? Like, what does that actually satisfy for me? Um, in what way, how, how am I relating to this? Okay, so, so that, so all of that, <laughs> there's one just verbal brain dump, um, is what's the shiny thing? 
Is it, is it actually shiny or is it just been, you know, cleaned up real good until someone comes along to buy it and then, whoop, whoop, you know, whoop, what you get, what you, what you, what you get is what you get. Um, but then also this idea that maybe you, it is okay to also want the shiniest thing. Okay. This idea of be realistic, don't want too much, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe, I mean, I think there is a beauty um, and, and how I strive to live my life is being very satisfied with simple, okay? You know, I think when you're throwing on all the bells and whistles, um, we're getting distracted from the actual point. But here's kind of the download that I had um, today and kind of going back to the uh, Virgo new moon back at the end of August. I wrote down, I want to share this. I went back and I looked at my journal. I wrote down, I'm no longer clinging to a Hail Mary. I'm running the ball and accomplishing my goals yard by yard. And so I want to offer this kind of Pisces Virgo um, thought example. So I want to win the Super Bowl. That's a very Piscean dream, okay? When we talk Pisces season, we talk Neptune energy, we talk boundaryless, limitless, we're talking big dreams, okay? There is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to win the Super Bowl or whatever equivalent of that is, okay? I know I do a lot of sports references and not all my people are sports people, but I am Sporty Spice, so hopefully you can stick along with me and get where I'm going with this. You can go Go out and live your life with the dream that you're going to win the Super Bowl. Here's where we get into the delusional side of Pisces is when we say, I want to win the Super Bowl and I'm just going to like show up and throw a Hail Mary and like hope that gets me there. Okay. I'm just going to like wish for this wild thing that like has maybe a one in whatever chance of working and not really do much other prep or, or whatever to get myself there. Okay. That's where we're like, okay, like wanting to win the Super Bowl is one thing, but wanting to do so off a of Hail Mary with no preparation is a whole different thing. Okay. And so where Virgo comes in is it adds the structure and it adds the systems and it adds the stability to the Piscean dream. Okay, I want to win the Super Bowl. Okay, here are the plays I need to master. Here are the um, practices I need to do. Here is what I need to do in this day by day in order to connect to this big soul dream. Okay, so when we look at the light expression of this Pisces Virgo axis yes have the big dream like be like dive into this limitless creative energy there's nothing wrong with wanting the shiny thing and what is the virgo that's gonna get you there okay um and one other thought when it comes to that seven of cups i, I voice noted perhaps what we're taught is the way that things should be is actually the delusion and the way we really feel like we want things to be is the dream worth fighting for. Okay, so I want us to sit with that for a second. Um, and I also mentioned the seven of wands feeling very much like fighting a war you didn't sign up for. If you're on my email list, I am sending out today um, just some musings, uh, some writing that I did on the concept of fighting a while back that I felt was pertinent to share with this kind of shadowy seven of wands and, 
um, and just these thoughts coming in on why are we taught that we have to fight for what we want? Why must everything be a fight? Like, what the F is that? Who started that? Not that I'm against, like, work girl capricorn north node girl over here like uh, ambition achievement working hard that's one of my top values i love it i love to do it but and also how far off track have i gone because i thought everything was supposed to be a fight and a struggle like oof that ain't it like that's just that's that's just wholly not it so um so again that seven of wands like oh i didn't even sign up for this fight why am i in the fight um, and that seven of cups, you know, again, with this emperor in the middle, we are taught, it lives in our subconscious, this idea that it's supposed to look like X, Y, Z. When in reality, those systems and structures don't work for most people. So like, actually, that's probably the delusion, right? Like that this seven of cups is talking about. Whereas if we all really just like lived the way we wanted and expressed ourselves the way we wanted, society would probably function a lot more optimally. And I don't know, like we were all supposed to just be living in the woods, eating fruit and bartering anyway. <laughs> okay. Not to go like too far um, on the woo-woo train. You know, again, we're about practical magic in the society that we actually live in here. So I just want us to get a couple different approaches. So on one hand, yeah, where am I being delusional? Okay, what reality check do I need? But, and also there's nothing wrong with having the big dreams and wanting the shiny thing. And so we need to just kind of find the line between, uh, you know, what's actually delusional? What is society telling me I'm being delusional? Or, you know, where are my wants and needs entangled with what I've been taught are supposed to be my wants and needs? How can I separate them out so that I can actually see clearly what it is I am wanting to work towards? Um, and then one of the last kind of reflections on our reading that I also wanted to just dive into a little bit, again, with this lovers up in lights, and this three of cups, or sorry, the lovers up in conscious and three of cups up in lights. You know, uh, last week, our last uh, reading of February, we had the lovers down in shadows and we talked about kind of that codependency, the need for external valida validation. And today I want to bring to the table the light energy of codependency. And I did mention it on Monday. We evolved in tribe. Okay. We evolved as community. That's how our species got to where it is today. Just a little reminder there. Um, and this is feeling Im important as we head towards a jam-packed Aries season and as we head towards the North Node shifting from Taurus into Aries. Okay, Aries is, I am, I am, I am. It is cardinal fire, it is go, go, go. Yes, I love that for us. I'm looking forward to it. And also I want us to beware the toxic hyper-independence, okay? Um, it's good. It is amazing actually to have someone that you can depend on to help you with things like, OMG, if I've learned one really big lesson over the past several years, as I have really kind of rewritten my story, it is that I love having support. Okay. I love having the person I can go to for this thing and the person I can go to for this thing and the partner that I can go to with all of it whether I just need to vomit it out of my mouth or cry or be held or whatever. Having, being dependent on somebody is actually really great. Like, can you actually imagine like a marriage where you can't depend on your partner for anything? Like, that's not good. It's, it's good to be able to depend on the person you're sharing life with 
to do what they need to do and you do what you need to do. So I just want to like offer a little bit of a like healthy raw raw for some good codependency, okay? It's it's good to have a person on which you can depend. Um, and so, I mean, of course, and so as millennials, if you're a millennial along with me, we're part of the Pluto in Scorpio generation, which means we're really here to kind of dig up some of this depth around, uh, you know, sex and sexual relationships. And of course, there is a whole lot of toxic BS and uh, toxic codependency um, that has existed for generations within relationships. And we want to keep rooting that out and knowing, you know, the difference between uh, between that toxic type of codependency and that healthy type of codependency where like, I, you know, I'm able to be dependent on someone and that means I don't have to do it all myself because here's the thing, my friends, none of us were put here to do everything on our own. Okay. And so with that, I want to, that, so that's just, just the reflections after listening back to that reading. I was like, I need to mention this. I need to mention this. I need to mention this. Um, it just felt a little incomplete and I wanted to offer you up these additional thoughts. And with that, I also just want to talk a little bit. So now again, we're post Virgo full moon. So we're now in this waning phase of the moon. We've got about a week and a half-ish, two-ish more weeks until we're into the spring equinox, Aries season, the birth of a new astrological year, a new trip around the zodiac. And this Aries season is especially special because we have two Aries new moons. We've got an Aries new moon immediately. As soon as that sun crosses over into Aries, we've got the moon crossing into Aries. We've got a new moon in this cardinal fire, go, go, go energy. And then we've got another Aries new moon coming in at the tail end of Aries season. So it is like, we're getting ready to light some shit up, my friends. And we've got Jupiter and Aries expanding all of it. And I am really looking forward to it. As I've mentioned before, I've been looking at March. I've been looking at the Aries season stuff we've got coming at us and I can't freaking wait. But we just talked about, you know, wanting to avoid hyper independence. What can we spend the next, the, these last, this last week and a half of Pisces season, this waning moon, releasing, clearing out? It is spring cleaning right now, friends. Like it is time to get rid of whatever we don't need, whatever is not going to help us in this expansive phase we're walking towards and stepping into. Excuse me. Um, so waning moon. The moon's getting darker and darker and darker and darker. It is a time for release, okay? Tangibly, physically, cleaning out the closet. Digitally, cleaning up your friggin' like how many browser tabs do you have open? Do you need them all? What can you bookmark? What can you save for later? Clean up your desktop. Do you need all of those files? Okay, we can do a digital cleanup and detox. Um, our physical body, okay? Maybe you need to drink some more water. Maybe you need to go have a really good sweat. Okay, so what are we clearing out energetically? What cords need to be cut? What things need to be let, lit on fire and burned away? And all of that. And I'm sure our reading this coming Monday will have much more insight on that as we get into release. Uh, let me just take a look at my calendar quickly. So we'll have the next um, Monday reading on the 13th. 
and the moon will be in what Sag probably because we've been having these mutable moon Mondays um, you know I'll obviously take a look before I film the reading um, but so I'm sure next week we'll be talking about kind of whatever this like last dregs of Pisces season needs to bring up for us for this release for stepping in again this three of cups this lovers this what following your heart energy okay um so we'll have that light and then the week after that the 20th you know we're pretty much we're there we're we're getting into Aries season energy so I'm sure our reading next week we'll have a little bit more info as it comes to just the end the tail end of this um astrological year this trip around the zodiacal wheel before we get into Aries season um but I just, I just, I don't know. I just felt like I had to say all of that, my friends. I just really did. Um, and so I, I just mentioned, okay, again, just one last thing to wrap us up. The lovers, three of cups, feeling like our heart's expansion. Seven of cups, feeling like questioning what our heart wants. Let's do the work there. This, these last couple, again, before we get to Aries season, let's really connect in to what that means and what that is and where this emperor unconscious seven of cups meddlesome muddling up of what our actual heart's desires are and, and make the distinction, make the differentiation so that we can move into airy season full steam ahead. Okay, my friends, um, there it is. There's our little bonus episode of the week. Um, just, I don't know, let's talk about some of the other stuff going on. So that's just our post full moon debrief. Um, we will have our normal reading next week over on Patreon. We're talking about Saturn moving into Pisces a little bit more. Um, and also over on Patreon, we're going to be doing new moon and full moon rituals for you every month. Um, starting with Aries season. So I'm really looking forward to that. So if you're not over on Patreon yet, please go ahead and join me there. Um, I posted last week a little bit of info about the program that I am going to be launching uh, with the Libra full moon on April 6th about connecting to your own authority, cultivating more of a sense of freedom, getting unstuck and saying a big F you to living life on the hamster wheel because screw that screw this spinning around in circles doing what they told you to do and feeling like shit we're not doing that anymore friends saturn's in pisces okay we're here to tap into our spiritual needs and putting some boundaries around what we want and need artistically and spiritually okay all right my friends so again a lot more on saturn and pisces um over on patreon just everything more everything over on Patreon, so join us there. And as I mentioned, you know, some an email going out today about fighting and what are we fighting for. So if you're not on the email list yet, what's stopping you? Get on the email list because I'll also be opening up the wait list for um, uh, early bird pricing access. You know, all that good stuff for the program when it launches in April. And uh, that's where I'll have all the info first. And the program doesn't even have a name yet. It's I mean, I'm, it's I'm literally creating this thing. Um, you know, and just letting it show itself to me as it needs to be. And I'm so excited for it. And it, I mean, it's going to be amazing. And it is literally synthesizing and integrating all of the lessons I have learned and embodied the past three years that have gotten me to a place that I love, a place where I am engaged. So, um, I'm hoping you love it too. If it is uh, time for you to, you know, if, if you're feeling called that you really need something like that. So more info on that coming onto the email 
and of, I mean, of course, talk about it more here, but everything, I don't know, just get on the email. Get on the email, get on Patreon. I love you. Thank you for listening. I'm going to stop yammering on now, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Witchy Weather Report. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating or review and send this podcast to your friend who needs their vibe checked. If you want more, join us over on Patreon for daily tarot insights, product offerings and sneak peeks and discounts on services. If you want a personalized vibe check, book a tarot reading with me live on Zoom. See you next time.